Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and today on Save Your Sanity podcast, we are talking about a very important topic, something that I've mentioned before and I promised to do a video on it. So here I am uh, fulfilling that promise. And that is the three hallmarks of healthy relationships between adults. And this is extremely important. So I hope that you will settle in and enjoy that. And if you're new to Save Your Sanity podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you found me. And if you're returning, I'm so glad you are because it means there was something of value here for you. If you'd like to support this podcast and make sure that it keeps coming to you on a regular basis, you can always pledge a dollar or five every month over at patreon.com slash save your sanity. And of course, if you want to get in touch with me at any time, you can go to forrelationshiphelp.com. So we're going to be talking today about these three must-haves, and they're so important, and they're so basic, and yet sometimes we don't think about them as being essential, really absolutely essential to a healthy relationship. So I wanted to do today's show all about that, to make sure that we really get at the bottom level, the most foundational level that these things are imperative or we're not going to have a healthy relationship. And if we cannot bring these things in once we realize they're not there, the relationship is not going to be healthy, cannot be healthy, and is one that is probably best left. Now, I never say that lightly because every relationship is different. But if you can't find these three things, you can't grow them then you are going to always have problems. And I hope you won't settle for that. I hope you won't take a, oh, it's almost good enough kind of relationship when you really need to have one that is solid and has these three hallmarks. So we're going to talk about that. And I know that you're watching this perhaps on YouTube, on my channel on YouTube for Relationship Help. You can always find me, always things, particularly about those toxic, difficult people that I call hijackals. If you happen to be in relationship with one of those, you have a partner, a parent, an ex, a sibling, a coworker. All of this matters too, because we're talking about healthy relationships between adults. That could be any kind of relationship, but absolutely, particularly the one with your partner or your parent. So let's talk about this. The very first thing that a relationship must have, and I'm, I know it's not surprising to you, or ought not to be surprising to you at any rate, is that it, it has equality. Equality. Two equal people in the relationship. 
Now, I'm going to use some definitions so that we get very, very clear that we're all talking about the same thing. These definitions come from the Oxford and Webster dictionaries. And equality is defined as this fact of being equal in rights and status and advantages. Okay? Being equal in rights and status and advantages. Don't gloss that over. In your relationship, are you equals? Are you equally contributing? But are you equals? Does your partner see you as an equal? Does your partner treat you as an equal? You know that old saying that says, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander? Okay, is that happening in your relationship? Or would your partner say to you, don't you ever speak to me like that, even though they speak to you like that? That's not equality. That's nothing to do with equality. That is, I can do what I want and you'll do what I tell you to. And equality means that we have to set and respect one another's boundaries. You know, we set them. The other respects them. And that way we know whether the other person is actually equal with us. But sometimes you'll get in a relationship where one person has all the boundaries and the other person is simply expected to obey. One person sets all the boundaries and the other person is supposed to turn themselves into a pretzel or a doormat in order to meet those boundaries and have no rights at all. And that's totally lacking in equality, isn't it? So when I'm talking about equality, I mean, I am really meaning, have a look. How do you feel? How does the relationship roll? Does it seem equal? Would somebody looking at it from the outside, observing you at a party or at church or wherever you might go in the family and say, yes, those two treat each other as equals? Because you have to kind of dig deep. You know, maybe there are differences in your culture or your families of origin. Maybe there's differences in the way you use language and that there's not any honoring in the equality there. And are you equal in the ability to express and to be heard and to be listened to and to be respected and to be taken seriously? Do you get equal amounts of attention? Do you give that to each other? Uh, Are you interested equally in each other? Are you curious about one another? Are all those things equal? Equal in rights, status, and advantages. Now, if you're in a relationship with a hijacker, one of those relentlessly difficult, toxic people I talk about, there's not going to be equality, is there? You know right now, no, there isn't any equality. So therefore, what I said earlier, if these are the must-haves of a healthy relationship between adults, you can't have a healthy relationship with a hijacker because there won't be equality. And if there can't be and won't be equality, that's a non-starter. That's a big thing. If someone will not treat you as an equal, then there's a problem. Now, maybe you have differences in maybe your spiritual beliefs. I've worked with some clients who honestly believe that women are lesser than men. 
and they accept that. But in the accepting of it, they also are taking poor treatment. Those two things can't go together. Okay, whatever it is that you believe is the appropriate equality, and I mean really having thought it through, not just accepting what somebody told you, but really having thought it through, what is the appropriate level of equality? Do I feel heard? Do I feel seen? Do I feel acknowledged? Do I feel accepted? Do I feel approved of? Do I feel appreciated equally? Then we have equality. But if it's lopsided, if it's always one-sided, we don't have equality and it is not healthy and it has no way to become healthy unless both people want to establish equality. Now, this is big stuff. Both people have to want to establish equality. So does that make sense to you? You know, one of the big things that I always tell my clients, and, you know, if you know that you need to talk to me, you can also become a client. You can just go to beaclient.com. Quite simple to remember. Beaclient.com and take advantage of my $1.97 introductory prize. That's there for you. But I'm always telling my clients, this is the second most important thing I can teach anyone. My formula, ABB, what does it stand for? It stands for always believe behavior. Someone can easily say, oh, yes, you know, we're equals. But does the behavior show up that way? And if the behavior doesn't show up that way, always believe behavior. Don't make excuses. Don't justify. Don't rationalize. Mm-mm. Oh, that person's having a bad day. Oh, they've had a difficult childhood. Mm, they're worried about something. No. When there is inequality, those are not the things that are on the table. What you need to have on the table is, can we make this an equal relationship? Can we have equality? Don't be justifying or rationalizing why the other person doesn't treat you as an equal. Stand up, dust yourself off, and say, no, we have to have a talk about being equal. Now, if you're with a hijack, all that talk's not going to go well, and probably you don't want to have that talk. Probably you just need to acknowledge that there is no equality in this relationship, and that is unacceptable. And then, you know, when I'm working with my clients, what I ask them to do to prepare to make the decision about what they're going to do to stay or leave is that they practice setting boundaries, first internally in their head, then out loud, and then see what happens. See if there's any progress, any way that we can move forward. And if there is, then great, we've done that and we've learned something about the relationship. If there isn't, then we know our next thing is to decide, what are we going to do? Is this in any way acceptable to me? So always believe behavior. It's a big deal. It really is a big deal. So equality is a very, very important piece of all this. And we must be on top of it. Absolutely on top of it. Now, what is the second piece of all this? Well, it's reciprocity. 
And it's important for us to understand that reciprocity is the second pillar, the second hallmark of a healthy relationship between adults. And what is this reciprocity? Well, there it is. It's when <laughs> it says three people. Um, well, that's not very good, is it? Let me fix that slide. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast on the um, on the slide, I said something about when three people provide the same help, and so I am fixing it because remember that my um, my podcast goes live on YouTube before it becomes a podcast, so you can uh, imagine the visual effect that would have had. So now let's look at that. Reciprocity is when two people provide the same help and advantages to each other, a mutual exchange, provide to each other the same help, the same advantages. That's what makes the relationship special. That's what makes the relationship significant is that you have made a decision, an agreement to provide the same help and advantages to each other. It's not the same relationship you have with everybody else in your life. It's different. And it's important for us to recognize that because you want that same quality of reciprocity. It's not a scoreboard. It's not tit for tat, none of that. It just means that we grant each other the, the understanding that we're there for them. We will provide the same help, the same support for each other. We will provide the same listening ear. We will provide the same input. We will be available to each other reciprocally. Now, that's not pie in the sky, but many relationships, particularly when you get into toxic relationships with hijackals, they rely on something called negative reciprocity. And that's when a behavior has a negative effect on one person and that person reciprocates with behaving equally badly to the other person. So that's negative reciprocity. You know, I don't like what you did to me, so I'm going to show you how it feels. Now we have negative reciprocity. We're not moving in the direction that the person who was hurt wants to move. Now they've become the person who's going to be the parent to the other person and show them how it feels. That will never work. Negative reciprocity doesn't work, particularly doesn't work when you're dealing with a hijackal. Because the hijackal can never be wrong. So when you suggest that the hijackal is doing something and you're doing it because the hijackal did it to you, that just enrages them. So this is never going to work. So negative reciprocity does not work. But how do we build reciprocity in a relationship? Well, it'll be difficult to maintain or even to grow if there is not equality, number one, right? If one person in the relationship feels superior to the other or needs to be in control of the other, it is not possible to have reciprocity. So if you're with a hijackal, unhealthy, not going to happen. 
And that's really important to notice. Because remember, these are the three hallmarks of healthy relationships. So it requires a spirit of cooperation and collaboration, agreement, the ability to talk together in order to establish some faith, some trust that reciprocity can exist. And both partners have to be willing to and have the skills to and open to and remember to continue to nurture feelings of love for each other. That's where we get reciprocity. We continue to nurture feelings of love for each other. You know, I was saying to a client the other day, she, she was saying, you know, I was really surprised, but he did this. And I said, did you say something? She said, no. I said, always say something. Catch people doing something right. Reinforce what you like. Not in some big over-the-top way, I said to her, but just say, oh, that felt good. I felt really partnered with you in that moment. Just making a statement about how something made you feel. Now, I've done other episodes about the personal weather report. Very important technique that I developed. It's in my book, Kaizen for Couples. You want to have a look at that book at any time. There it is, Kaizen for Couples. You can get it on Amazon as a a download or print book. But I write about everything that I teach about how to save, strengthen, and sustain relationships and when to know it's time to go. That's very important too. So here we are at reciprocity. And it's important that we have that ability and willingness to cultivate love for each other because often we don't. And we have to be in agreement that this is the way we want our relationship to run that we are going to have a reciprocal arrangement with each other. These are things you need to be able to talk about. And if you can't talk well with your partner, I have lots of ways to help you do that. Many of them are in Kaizen for Couples, not specific to your relationship, of course. That's for you and I to talk about, but many ways to recognize that. And we have to be able to speak up when we feel disrespected. If you can't speak up when you feel disrespected, you're not going to be able to create reciprocity. Now, the penny just dropped for a moment, didn't it, if you're with a hijackal? They do not want you to speak up when you feel disrespected. All they're going to do is turn that into something terribly wrong with you. That you're feeling disrespected. Well, it just shows, you know, how little self-esteem you have. And, of course... Who would want to be with somebody with that level of self-esteem? And they're the ones that created it or perpetuated it. And that's when we get into the word salad and the circular arguments that hijackals participate in all the time. So reciprocity, that fact of being equal, these two things are very key. Do you see how important they are? And maybe you haven't sat back for a while and had a thought about that. Is there equality? Have I given up on there ever being equality in the relationship? Why? Can we not talk well together? Is it an unbroachable subject? Does the other person go into silence or rage? Well, that in itself should say this relationship needs help. Because you're not here to just be a silent partner. 
A person who never speaks up, never speaks about your feelings or your needs or your wants or your thoughts, and they're never valued, that's not going to be a relationship that has these three key ingredients. Absolutely not. And if you already know you're with a person who has a tendency to be toxic or is all the time toxic at home, which hijackals usually are, they are going to be interested in any form of reciprocity. They want you to be wrong and them to be right. That's the formula with a hijackal. That's not going to happen. Not going to make you happy. Not going to make the relationship work. Not going to be a good model for your children to see to hear, to follow. So that's why these things are so important, why these are the must-haves of a healthy relationship between adults. So we have equality and we have reciprocity. And number three is mutuality. We must have mutuality. And maybe that's not a word that you're so familiar with. So I'm going to talk about what that really is. How do we really have mutuality? And it's, it's key for us to be able to, to understand what it is. And for some reason, my slide on that has disappeared. But what it is, is it's the fact of when something, the relationship is shared by two or more people equally, there's that word again, and affects two people equally. So it's the same for both people. So it involves equality and it involves reciprocity. But what does it mean for something to be mutual? Well, it means that directed by each toward the other to have the same feelings one for the other. So there is this mutualness. We are the same. We are promising to be there for each other. We are promising to put each other first. We're promising to walk beside the other, to stand behind the other, to step up for the other and be that strong partner. And that's where mutuality is, is joint it's characterized by intimacy, emotional intimacy. And yes, in a romantic relationship, it may be characterized by physical intimacy or sexual intimacy, but it is characterized by intimacy. I have let you into my life. You are not the cashier in the grocery store. You are someone that I am intricately involved with and intrigued by, hopefully, and I have let you into my life, and we are creating mutuality in this relationship, so it is characterized by intimacy. So very important. And it's a sharing where we're safe to share our feelings and our needs and our dreams and our wants and our aspirations without being shot down, without somebody saying, who do you think you are? But somebody who can be mutual, they can be as interested in your dreams and what you want for yourself as they are and what they want for themselves. And they're curious and interested and supportive. And this is mutuality. Now, are you going to get mutuality with a hijackal? No, not going to happen. Why? Hallmarks of hijackals. Number one, they must win. So you're not going to have mutuality when one has to win all the time. You're not going to have reciprocity. You're not going to have equality. 
It is not possible to have an equal, reciprocal, mutual relationship with a hijackal. It isn't. So that's why it was so important for me to bring to these things to you today. Because these these things are all part of, you know, I was mentioning my book, um, Kaizen for Couples, and all of this is in there. It's all in there. And in there I talk about the five relational gifts. And you know, you can't give a gift you don't have. So you have to have it in your makeup. You have to have it in who you are in order to give it to the relationship. And those five relational gifts become extremely important. And so let us think just for a minute about these bonus five gifts. I wasn't going to talk about them today, but I decided to add them in at the last minute because it's important for you to understand this component as well that will allow you to move toward equal, reciprocal, mutual relationships. You have to each have these five gifts developed within yourself and then be willing to give them to each other. So the first one is honesty. We need to have honesty with ourselves and to be free to to know how to communicate. And so many times, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I say the genius of good communication is to be totally kind and totally honest at the same time. Now, that was first said by John Powell in his book, The Secret of Staying in Love, a long, long time ago. And I keep it alive. The genius of good communication is to be totally kind and totally honest at the same time. So that's a skill to practice. That's a skill to calibrate. Is it happening in your relationship? Do both of you want to move toward being at that level of communication where it's totally kind and totally honest at the same time? And the second relational gift is safety. So honesty and safety. It has to be safe to bring things up. It has to be safe to be raw or emotional or vulnerable. And if it isn't safe, the relationship is in jeopardy. The relationship will be one-sided. The relationship will not work well. And the third gift is trust. If there isn't trust, then it's not going to be able to uh, be something that you can feel that you can be honest You know, if you can't be honest about your feelings, if you're not safe to discuss your pain or your desires, then you're certainly not going to be able to trust the other person. And if you can't trust the other person, you're not going to be able to be honest and you're not going to be able to feel safe. So very important gifts to be able to have. The fourth one is respect. Mutual respect. It shows up all the time in equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. We have to be deeply interested in and respectful of one another and ourselves. So very important. And the last one is reliability. And I'll do another show on these five relational gifts at some time. But these five things are key. And as I said, I talk about them in my book, Kaizen for Couples. And and you can read that book. It's absolutely available to you for download right away at Amazon. Or you can purchase a copy and spend time reading it yourself. Or I often ask the couples that I work with to read it aloud and and talk about everything that comes up and help deepen your relationship. So we have five relational gifts that are inside 
these three must-haves for adults to create healthy relationships. Equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. If you haven't listened to a lot of episodes of this podcast, please do. Just go to SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. There are over 100 episodes for you to enjoy. Very specific. So if you have an issue, just search. Do a word search in there and you will find episodes that help you. If I can help you directly, please feel free to go to BeAClient.com. If you're ready to talk about the specifics or make decisions or wonder, can this relationship be saved, let's talk. And if you want to know more about my work in general, go to ForRelationshipHelp.com. You know, the relationships that we have are the ones we create. And if we're having a relationship that is actually happening by default, that we're not an active participant, maybe we've given up, maybe been worn down, torn down, then it's time to perk back up and say, do you know, I don't think I want to settle for less than equality, reciprocity, and mutuality because you deserve that. And as I say in every episode, you know, treat yourself well, take very good care of yourself, have a look to see is your relationship offering you these three things and ask yourself, is that okay with me? And if it isn't, let's work together to move to find what your next best step is. And in the meantime, treat yourself very well, take very good care of yourself because you matter and you're worth it. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.